Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tell Me About That, the podcast where we discuss the famous trading card game podcast, where you collect famous podcasters and trade them to your friends. So on this week's episode, I've got two really special podcasters, Ryan and Jeremy, on here, and I'm looking at their cards, and I am seeing some really amazing craftsmanship. Do you guys want to quick tell me about your cards? Yeah, so I've actually got kind of a unique card here today. Um, it's you, you know a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the popular ones are like very specific, a very specific character. Um, I think this one's really interesting because it's kind of more like a stereotype, like a caricature. Um, and it's the buffoon kind of character. It's, okay, um, so it's almost like a tarot card. Exactly. Deal. Yeah. Exactly. A new, a new tarot card, the buffoon. Right, and and. The reason it's interesting is because it, it kind of acts like uh, like an effect card, like a buff debuff kind of situation, where it really buffs the overall experience of the podcast. Um, but it's really difficult to get the card set up because it takes a whole lot of uh, sacrificing of other characters, um, particularly one star or two star characters. So you really have to make sure you have your field set up to get destroyed. You know what I mean? Yeah, some of those lesser podcasters kind of get. You know, right, exactly. They <laughs> get absorbed the, into the bigger the podcast networks. Uh-huh. Okay. Speaking of lesser podcasters, can I go? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, so so uh this is a brand new brand new card coming out hot. Um obviously it's it's my card and uh it's there's not much to it. It's really just the picture, no other word or anything. Um it's got if you look really close at the picture, it's kind of like a picture of of an ape wearing a crown pretty colorful uh it doesn't really do anything but it's you know a lot of people like to have it okay so you just kind of pay to have you, just, the you pay to have it and then when you have it you like to show it off but then it doesn't really do anything so so what's that one called it's it's really simple it's just the exhausted chimp card oh i've heard of those yeah pretty i can rare. tell yeah i can tell from here that he's just not very excited not really <laughs> Nonplussed would be a word I would use to describe this this monkey. And that's why you gotta have it. Yeah, I want it and I need it. Uh well that's I- awesome, guys. I actually have a little surprise for you. Um we have a special card that was made just for you guys. Uh we're actually releasing this on the website. There's only 50 made, so really get in here. Um, and it's the Tell Me About That Podcaster Trio card. Uh, it's a triple summon. Whoa. So it will act as the Jack, Jeremy, and Ryan cards individually. But there's a bonus on here where if you play this card within the first 45% of the game, you get 20% off at Chili's. Um, so this is for you guys. <laughs> really excited oh, to have you Thank you, you here. so much. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, and as always, everyone, we'll see you out on the podcasting grounds. Like you think in a year that'll be relevant? I, yeah, five or six. Yeah, like a month and a half from now, it's gonna be like, what the fuck with the ape and the. How See, many- I hope it. I hope in a month it's not relevant. Like that's my deep desire. That's honestly, I ideal. said it. No, but what, yeah, ideally, what we really need to do, or what we're trying to do, is just confuse the search engines with all this talk <laughs> of NFTs. They're gonna catch it. If you say NFT enough in a podcast, that's why every podcast has a joke about NFTs in the title recently. It's not because it's funny and topical. It's because we're trying to get that sweet, sweet SEO. Because it works. <laughs> I like the way you say SEO. Like, you really, 
You really give each letter there. Well, yeah, because if you're saying an acronym, you can't just like SEO, like S E E S S Y. That doesn't make any sense. S E O. They said to Google SEO and just E S S O, right? Is that how you spell it? Yeah, dude. Or like, <laughs> see, I, I thought it was I thought it was spelled E S S Y O. I thought it was like a name. Yeah, oh. SEO from uh, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> 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 oh man hey hey guys i got a uh i got a little random thought uh, i've been thinking about this past week that's dangerous from you hey you know what sometimes <laughs> you just gotta do what you gotta do you know um but i've been thinking in the far future uh, i'm thinking like 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 halo aliens like that kind of future where it's like very big militarized worlds and the galaxy is taken over and all that stuff. Do they still have pro football teams? Hmm. I'm curious. Cause like now, you, now which football are we talking about? <laughs> let's, let's be clear. You, you know what? That's, that's fair. In my mind, I was thinking American football, but okay, we can, we can stick with American okay, football. That's fine. So if, if I, if you would allow me to take a step back quickly, yeah, of course. If there is one sport that would survive, uh, you know, a millennia of war from the human race <laughs> and maybe other alien races, what sport do you think it would be? Do you think that American football would stick it out over European football? I feel like if humanity had to, you know, put up a sport for the sport battle royale amongst after, you know, 40,000 years, we'll say of global uh i guess celestial conflict <laughs> like I, that's enough a, that's places are like okay big tournament we're gonna get rid of the fighting this one's for real all the all the people are here because we got we went across the whole universe and all of the all of the sentient life forms have gotten together and we each are gonna give one sport and then we're going to put together a team, maybe like Space Jam style, <laughs> for your now, use, planet. Using for that your logic. Race. Yeah, using that logic, I think actually European football makes more sense because it's, it's a significantly easier game to just pick up and play. Here's what I was thinking. Well, I was thinking think we might want to stick with American chance? football because if, if this is like a worldwide thing, or I, I, maybe even a universe-wide thing or galaxy-wide, whatever the eyed thing is. The biggest one. You want to be the best at it, right? Imagine showing up, being like, we got American football here, and then like you're facing some colossus, and you're like, mm, this isn't going to bode well for us, huh? Yeah. So, so we might want to think about, like, what do we think we're going to be best at as well? Yeah, you know what? You, you know what? To, make, to, make it, to make it an easier question, why don't we just say professional sports? Because I think we're that that wasn't necessarily the root of my question. I think the root of my question was more: Do we think that in a militarized capitalist future, that all these video games and movies and uh, media present to us, do we think that the world has time, or even like, do do can, can these can these sports scale up to like a galactic? Oh, like, certainly. First of all, sports. We'll always make money. I feel like society collapses. The first thing we're going to get back is sports, <laughs> not internet, not, you know, 
infrastructure. It's gonna be sports because no, it's gonna be porn and then it's gonna be porn sports. then sports. <laughs> maybe maybe sure. both at the same time together. Okay, yeah. some sort of porn sport hybrid <laughs> that we could create together. Now, do we do we dare venture into what that may be, or do we let that <laughs> I don't alone? Think so. I think, I we, think let we let the let viewer decide what they think that is. So you think the members of my family that listen to this podcast would not like me to describe the porn sport? Jack, <laughs> I don't want you to describe the porn okay, sport. Okay, because I've got about five or six rattling around. And that's exactly what I was worried one. about. Jack, okay. we can take this offline. I was going to say, why don't <laughs> I, s- I'll write up a document and I'll send right. it out to you guys. As yeah, if you, like if, you can, formal... if you can like write like a thesis for us, uh-huh. and, and we'll have you defend it later. Oh, I can defend it. Don't don't worry about that. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's interesting to think about the 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 ability of sports to to live past like a singular world. Like once we once we so, go past well, just the the humans on Earth. Like if we, we could, if I if you would allow me to present the world as we know it right now. Kind of falling apart, kind of in a, I would say, a pretty big global crisis. Definitely mm-hmm. a global low. With, you say. know, the, the pandemic that we're facing. Right. We still got sports, though. And that's true. From a lot of, uh, you know, in a lot of ways against what might be the best call, we still have sports. <laughs> so, you know, extrapolating from that, <laughs> I feel like we'll probably find a way to make sports happen. Because even if there is money to be tra- uh, you know, money to be used in transactions, people are going to be trying to get as much of it as they can. And, and that's I, I think I think one thing that helps is people love gambling. And what's one of the biggest like gambling rings like scenes in the yeah. world right now is sports gambling. Like, and also, I mean, if you take away the money, so let's yeah, let's you know pretend that people care about things a little bit more than money, which we know is not true. <laughs> But even so, like, however, you know, sports have existed for quite a long time because people like to do things. Right. I, yeah, Everything that's fair. collapses. People are going to be, I think, you know, realistically, you get food, you get water, you get shelter, and then you're either procreating or working the land. And there's eventually we'll get good enough at that, that those two things aren't going to take up 100% of our time. And that is where <laughs> sports come in. Jack, I just want, I just want to applaud you for your, uh, 100% accurate description of just evolution. Exactly. <laughs> That's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, in, it's insane how you just, you, you literally just went, Hey, yeah, the world, when the world dies, we're just going to evolve again, which is like true. Like, honestly, get rid of the people. Let her start over. <laughs> just just wipe it clean no way we beef it this bad the second time <laughs> erase the save <laughs> maybe we leave like 15 people you know what that's too many one person so that they can't reproduce but can kind of <laughs> you know <laughs> figure it out on their own and it's gonna be hard because listen from the very beginning you're not gonna be able to see much but like maybe they could look around and see a couple of single cell boys <laughs> around and they're like this guy absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> this one looks racist and i'm not gonna let that happen again and then they pluck it out of the water squish it between their little thingies move on <laughs> not today <laughs> what if but what if that's already happened oh i'm sure God. it has i mean come on no way i mean i, I we're probably in some sort of science fiction time loop situation where somebody's just trying to make it better 
and they've screwed it up so many times that now we have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> At first, it was like, oh, everybody got pretty sick. I'm going to try to make sure that nobody gets sick. And they're like, I made it way worse. <laughs> it's been three years. <laughs> wow. That's a little bit too real, huh? Yeah. Um, well, do you want to take a little, a little pressure off the top here and uh, talk about some Reddit questions? You know, I'd Absolutely. love that, Jeremy. All right. Well, I think we're going to come out strong. Let's try to figure out why this question was asked. And first, we've got coming off uh, the presses by Kiki Pie asked three days ago, why don't they call mustaches mouth brows? <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like everyone just to say mouth brows because it's mouth great. Brow. <laughs> mouth brow is quite good. What if we rebrand? What if we stop looking in the past and start looking in the future? Okay. <laughs> and what if we say, mustaches, they're old. They're for people who like children, which is not a great look, which is not true, but like okay. that's how society really has- Really calling them out. People with mustaches <laughs> listen to this show? Fuck you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if you were to like, I don't know, maybe I'm overstepping. Yeah, but if yeah, you were to keep, ask- Keep digging this hole. If you we were to ask- what, How about this? The mustache, you see, you see someone coming in, they got a, sh- a, a crop of short brown hair and a thick mustache. You're thinking to yourself, that person looks like they made pornography in the 1970s. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what we want to avoid. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Exactly. We're done with so the much 1970s. more eloquent than me. Yeah. Jeremy and so, Ryan have both very much told me that uh, we're not into the pornography right now. We cannot right. yes. continue to talk about this. So if we're trying to get away from that. Maybe a mouth brow is a good a good direction to take it in. And it's, it's right it's right there too, right? Like it like if I told someone, "Hey, I'm growing a mouth brow," they know they what I'm talking about. They would know what about. you're they, talking about. Yeah, right, they, yeah, not, exactly. they might not know why I'm saying that, but they'll know what I'm talking about. And I think I think TikTok, right? It, it's all about the momentum of something that's true right? i think if if you're gonna take this to anywhere it's got to be tiktok right what what tiktok does really well is you put a sound on tiktok people use it for a, a bunch of videos yes, we just yes, need to yes. make a viral sound that includes the term mouth brow oh guys okay i'm not convinced this isn't, hasn't happened because it's i feel like we we're talking about evolution before this is the natural evolution of tiktok someone calls a mustache a mouth brow and it goes everywhere yeah, it's and it's yeah, it's like kind of like an all press is good press type thing. Like if we say mouth brow and people hate it, that'll probably spread it faster than if people like it. Right. Oh yeah. Because then there's people like, haha, take this, everyone. I've got a mouth brow, even though you hate it. Yeah. What up, haters? Deal. Just got my new mouth brow. Right. Exactly. I just need everyone to say it. That's the thing. It's like we just as soon as someone says mouth brow. Like, it's just, it unleashes the word. It unlocks it for us, so I think. I'm Googling how to get a word trending, and the first thing is to say it a lot on a super successful podcast. So, <laughs> looks like we already got the first step down, guys. We're going to have to go to number two on the list. Number two is actually name your podcast <laughs> mouth after brow. that term. Tell me about that mouth brow. <laughs> I meant the episode, but we can rebrand the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking rebrands. Might as well just hit it hard. Yeah. <laughs> we're putting all of our podcast marbles into this. Well, I think we're all, you know, all coming at this question with the same energy. And I think this person who asked it 
pretty much went through our entire thought process. So I think we've got that one all. You know what the out. problem was is they probably didn't have a super successful podcast to get their idea that's, off the ground. That's right. what so it was. Looks like it'll work out for us. All right, so let's move on to the next question. This one was asked by I don't want I can't say the name. Um, not because it's bad. I just don't know how to pronounce it. Um, what happens if you hover a remote controlled helicopter inside a moving car? So I'll give you my thoughts. First off, why they're thinking about it? They want to go bigger. They want to get a helicopter in a spaceship, and they wanted to scale up. So they wanted this helicopter in this car first. Right, you got to start see somewhere. what happens. Yeah. So first, they, spaceships are expensive, and cars are notoriously cheap. <laughs> <laughs> and helicopters are expensive. Don't forget, that's not the only. You know, I would probably. I don't. I've never bought a helicopter. I don't really plan on it, but my guess is it's probably at least as expensive as a car, let me, right? Let, let me let me look it up real quick. How much does a helicopter? Yeah, hey Google. Let's. How much does a helicopter cost? Here's a summary from Arrow Corner. The average price of a helicopter is one million seven hundred ninety-four thousand seven hundred ninety-three dollars. Whoa. Okay. All right. So there we, go. we can add to the list. Helicopters are also expensive. Yeah, turns out. <laughs> so okay, okay. So I bet you could get this whole thing going for eight hundred bucks. You buy a used car, you, RC helicopter, you don't have to be top of the line, maybe right. hundred bucks. Was I forget what that adds up to, whatever I said. Nine hundred dollars. <laughs> Nine hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. I would love to know where you're getting a, a working vehicle for less than a thousand dollars. But besides that, I think you got a good start here. Now their thought process, they're trying to scale up. So what are the steps in between? spaceship and car you start it's it's rc helicopter in car rc helicopter in car driving into a truck truck being picked up by a cargo helicopter cargo helicopter being scooped up by a very large spaceship <laughs> spaceship going to the iss i want to be on the iss when that thing arrives right imagine opening up and there being a helicopter in there heck yeah just <laughs> like a line of, <laughs> <laughs> and every, everything, everything else has already stopped moving in, in, inside of the next thing but all that pops out is just you just hear like like a bunch of doors opening and all that stuff and then you just see a little RC helicopter just flying out really slowly <laughs> Second, actually second follow up just random aside would a helicopter fly in space? not the way not it does on fast. Earth right? <laughs> nope not very fast. It's got to spin real, real fast if you want it. It's like the Mars helicopter. It's got like three sets of blades right. and it goes real fast, but it's not very... Mars helicopter you know. is actually the new name of my, my new wave funk band. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they were just trying to come up with a cool name for their new wave funk band and they just needed to have a thought <laughs> that process taken there? Yeah, that, they, 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 couldn't, they couldn't find the inspiration, so they typed a random question on the, on the Reddit and just wanted to see where that would take them. Yeah. Maybe they, had maybe, a, maybe a they reached a different conclusion than we did, but I think they still found their answer. I think, I think we can answer that. Why they asked the question is for inspiration. Easy. Easy. That's a bow tie. That's a bow tie on a very, I would say, memorable Ask Reddit question. No, it's not Ask Reddit. It's, it's just, I think that's a bow tie on a very great, very memorable Stupid question segment. 
And thus, we continue on to everyone's favorite segment. They always tell me that they like this one more than the other ones we do. Might just because I'm the one who says it, because they usually say, like, I just don't like it when Jeremy and Ryan introduce things. It's just not as good. Um, we have a fun game that I like to call Tomato, or if you're not into the whole brevity thing, tell me about who you think would win. Um, we take two contestants and we pit them against each other in mortal or not so mortal combat. Um, I'm really excited about this week's because Jeremy here has got a great, a great set of combatants for us. Oh yeah. It's the man, the myth, the legend. Some say the goat, Tom Brady, he's retiring. So we're going to feature him one last time on here. Okay. Um, and this then gonna we're be, going first to of be, all, this is going to be really tough for me. I know very little about Tom Brady, except for that he does play football. It's fine. Well, you might know time. more about Ryan Reynolds, who is our other combatant. Ooh. Okay. okay. But they need a thing to do. So Jack, you want to tell us what they're all about? Yeah, guys, I've fallen into a rabbit hole recently. Um, oh, that's not good. You should get out of there. <laughs> yeah. And it is very small and my body is quite stuck. Um, no, however, I've, this is coming from a personal place because I have recently um, jumped into the very time-consuming, very money-consuming hobby of miniature painting. It's a very fun time, painting little plastic guys. And, you know, I'd like to think about how our contestants would do when they had, you know, maybe maybe they're, they they got to sit down in one afternoon and paint, you know, five different little guys at one time. How are they going to do against each other? Now, this might seem like an easy task, but Ryan here is going to throw a little bit of a mix-up in. Uh, Ryan, where are they going to be doing this contest? Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. You think it's going to be an easy task um, because they're going to be doing this in uh, not even modern day, but like traditional Roman, modern, whatever modern Roman, whatever you want to call it, the Colosseum. The in its heyday. Coliseum. In its heyday. So okay. you know, heyday. you know, people are showing up. <laughs> okay, so how? Allow me, before we even get into it, to kind of set the atmosphere here. You know, you're coming over the horizon, you hear a dull roar, and as, as you peek over the edge, you start to see, you know, the height of the Colosseum on the horizon. As you go in, it goes up onto a bird's eye shot, looking straight down, and the stands are packed, <laughs> people are screaming, you can see people falling off of the arena sides into the middle of the Colosseum, because they're yelling leaning forward they're shoving each other they just can't see it and inside there in the very center as they zoom in you see a wooden table four-legged probably seven eight feet long not huge split down the middle one side mr ryan reynolds famous actor for his roles such as Deadpool and the other things that Ryan Reynolds has been in. <laughs> a lot of romance movies, I'd say. He was, he was Green Lantern. He was Green Lantern, if anybody ever actually saw that. Um, he, he was Free Guy, too. He was Free Guy, if anybody saw that. Um, <laughs> I sure didn't for either of those. <clears throat> but on the other side of the table is notable football superstar, a person that everybody knows and that I certainly know a lot about, Tom Brady. Um, and in front of them is a small assortment of rudimentary paintbrushes, waters, and, you know, dyed pigment type things because this is ancient Rome. Um, <laughs> and they have five small, delicately carved wooden figures in front of them, uh, of oh, Roman wooden. soldiers. Yeah. And they're going to be painting up some, some Roman soldiers. In my brain, uh, it is, they're under cl cloches, cloches, cloches. And a lion is picking them up, but 
we can kind of. We don't I'm have sorry. to live in that fiction, but that's just in my brain. What? What is that? I, I have no idea what you're talking. A about. cloche? A cloche? Of course, I don't know what a. What? A, how can I be so silly? A cloche? <laughs> I wasn't of sure. <laughs> no, it's just a little thing you lift up in a cooking. I don't know. The food's good under there. Okay, so I, it's I like a, a cloche. Like a like a silver platter with a lid. Is yeah, that yeah, called? that's a cloche right there. Yeah, okay. that's a huge cloche energy right Big there. Big cloche. Okay, I, I watch sorted food a lot, and they call it a cloche. Okay, well but they're also we'll never British, know. so oh wow, well. something who could take who could take them serious. So you say a lion say? walks out with a tray in each hand yeah. and dramatically uh-huh. <laughs> reveals the figures. Is that what yeah, you're no, saying? You got it. Yeah, no, that's it exactly. Okay, actually. <laughs> I don't know if that really factors into our decision, but I'm glad. Oh we no, it didn't. It. I just wanted to expand the fiction a little bit. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's like I'm really that. there. Uh, um, so first off, I feel like the Romans were probably pretty cool with like anything that might be a little bit fantasy. Like you know, if you go back to like middle medieval times, you're getting a little edgy with like. Is that satanic? Is it like conjuring the devil kind of stuff? Right, but like right. these minis, I don't think are really gonna set them off. So I think we're. Oh, I think overall, the environment is pretty pretty good. safe. Yeah, yeah, pretty safe. And like Jack said, they're figures of Roman figures of of Roman like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Royalty stuff like that. They're famous. Yeah, people. so I'm imagining it's four normal looking Roman soldiers, and then like one captain looking guy right one's got one's got caesar one's got brutus yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh. okay so ryan reynolds as you may or may not know is also i don't want to say an entrepreneur because he's just got a lot of money mint mobile mint mobile and aviation gin true he's got his hands in a lot of markets now i don't know if he's got his hands in like like that he's making like fine woodworking on like the barrels that they're outputting or or making the cell phones i don't know exactly (laughs) you you know when you buy a mint phone that ryan reynolds personally made that he signs each one that's why it's so cheap because the the materials are just trash but i'm sure he's got a lot of ex not expertise but he's got a lot of domain knowledge in Probably pretty small operations right, like so a, a cell phone. Honestly, we've kind of gotten the jack of all trades Ryan Reynolds versus the very specifically a football player Tom Brady. Yes. So I see what you're saying here. Ryan Reynolds might have more of. So it's really do Tom Brady's football skills translate Translate. well enough to miniature painting (laughs) that Ryan Reynolds breadth of maybe less refined, but more diverse skills. Well, they I'd have to imagine. I'd have to imagine Tom Brady, great arm control. Right, like, arm control, really top I would even notch. say hand control. And yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah. he works really well under pressure too. That's kind of yeah. his I job. Mean, you gotta. He's got like a lot of a lot of Super Bowls. Some, some <laughs> might say he's the best at being under pressure. Yeah, true. And yeah, all right. So he's not only is he able to keep his hand steady while looking at a very small figure. But I think the thousands and thousands of fans is going to be kind of a normal state for him. He also is used to performing in front of Ryan Reynolds is a is a is an actor and he right. gets seen quite just a, a bit dumb actor by a lot of people. No, but I'm saying he, he's just a big, stupid <laughs> actor. Ryan Reynolds come at us. Um, but he's you know, people see him a lot. 
But I feel like he is not, unless I don't know about his, like, theatrical, you know, on-stage performances. He's not <laughs> usually performing, like, face-to-face with his audience. Right, he, he could do Tom another Brady, take. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, yeah, he can try again. Tom Brady, I would imagine, pretty much any time he does anything now, there's going to be live people looking at him do it. <laughs> yeah, he's got at least one person being like, hey, you better yeah. do it right. So, so... Working under pressure definitely points to Thomas. Let's talk about eyesight. They both wear glasses, but neither of them wear glasses as the, in their profession. Does Tom like, Brady wear gla- glasses? He does. Wear, I don't know. See, I don't see. He, I couldn't find their prescription. Now I didn't look very hard because I you don't were going to try to find <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady's prescription. His, his medical information. <laughs> No, I mean, I mostly just wanted to see how often they were in a picture with glasses. Jeremy, I just want you to know, I don't even know my <laughs> prescription. If you or anyone you know knows the exact prescription of Tom Brady or has a means of us discovering it, please, please let us I know. beg of you, contact this podcast. <laughs> There's no, nothing more just, urgent. What I did, all I did was type in Tom Brady glasses and Ryan Reynolds glasses. And I will say that Tom Brady does not play football with his glasses. Correct. Nor does Ryan Reynolds appear to act with or need glasses to act. Well, okay, so, here's the thing. No actor that is performing in films to the level of Ryan Reynolds will ever ha- have the ability to see get in the way of whether or not they are wearing glasses. If the true. character they're portraying needs glasses or does not need glasses, that's what they're doing. And it has right. zero to do with what they can see personally. I guarantee that. But would you, could you say that him not needing glasses to do his tasks makes him better at, like, if, if he were to walk into the Coliseum and maybe they're cheering or booing and a, a, a tomato flies and hits him in the face, knocks off his glasses, they shatter on the ground. If Tom Brady, if that happens to Tom Brady, that he, he might not be able to perform as well as uh, Ryan Reynolds might. Okay, here's, here's the definitive advantage. So... I typed in Tom Brady red carpet and Ryan Reynolds red carpet, and the winner will be whoever shows up first with glasses. So for Ryan Reynolds, it's three. So can Tom Brady beat three? Tom Brady is six. So Tom Tom Brady has the better eyesight. Tom Brady needs glasses less than Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Correct. Exactly. Scientifically. Right. Scientifically. We ran the data. Okay. So, I mean, all that... Do we think it's really going to be a big problem? Jack, you've done the most miniature painting out of all of us. Do you really need to be that? Like how, like the if ability you're to see real what close, you're looking at, I would if, say is pretty important. But if you, but, but like, can you hold it right? Cause you can see probably pretty close up. Most people can. So, but can you paint really super close up? Like I'd say I personally paint very close to myself. So I, okay. I think you could do that. I don't think. Okay. Yeah, I think you can hold it right up in front of your yeah, face. So, so maybe, so maybe, like we, a, maybe we throw out this whole eyesight. So it's thing. a little, it's, it's a little adaptive <laughs> situation. Yeah, and yeah, and I think that Ryan Reynolds actually might have. So let's say they both need to wear glasses. Maybe Ryan Reynolds more so than Thomas. Mm-hmm. They both come in wearing glasses, and both of them get hit in the eyes with a tomato and break their glasses. <laughs> Who is able to recover better? I think Ryan Reynolds recovers better because he's had to act without glasses so much that he can kind of get that's, by. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And Tom, 
Tom Brady can throw without glasses, but he's, you know, you throw with the blue guy, you don't throw, you throw with the far. green guy. Right. You don't throw close, though. And on, honestly, no at, close that, honestly at that point, it's yeah. kind of more muscle memory. Yeah. Okay, Actually, so Ryan Reynolds might be... Speaking uh, of muscle of memory, advantage. yeah, speaking of muscle memory, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Mr. Reynolds himself is a bit of a nerd to the point where he might have painted his own figures in the past. Okay, so he might have some practice. He, yeah, he might have Cavill-esque some... esque Right, deal. exactly. He looks the like a cool, fun guy, but then he's actually a big old dweeb. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. I, at the very least, I'm sure he's been introduced to the practice before. I imagine Tom Brady is, has never even seen a miniature figurine before. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Ryan might have been like, oh, that's cool that you do that as a hobby. Oh, yeah. Tell me about for it. sure. I mean, yeah, okay. And especially since I was thinking kind of uh, like who, even if they have the same ability of painting, because they might both be kind of amateurs at it or, you know, first timers. Right. I was thinking about who would be able to get creative enough to make it interesting. Because, yeah, it's a Roman soldier. You can paint the armor bronze and you paint their sandals brown and maybe a red plume. A lot of earthy tones. Yeah. You could do that. Or you you know, you could get really, you know, the weathering on there and maybe there's some mud kicked up on his shoes or there's a, a crest on there. I'm trying to think who has the more, you know, who's got the mind to kind of come up with those intricate details that really bring the group to life rather than right. it just being four soldiers, you know. You that, that, whose painting's going to tell a story? Whose painting's yeah. going to make you believe that these are actual soldiers? And I, I, I think Ryan's there. He's a creative. Um, you know, I'm sure he's done some writing. I'm sure he's, you know, been on some shows where it's, it's a collaboration with others, working back and forth, kind of getting the jokes, you know, with each other. <laughs> I think that lends itself more to creative solution rather than a football, which is very much, you know, this solution for this problem. If you see this in a game, you need to make this adjustment. Yeah. Now, I will say, a lot of us have, well, at least been introduced to the Warhammer universe. I don't know if a lot of us have really done our due diligence on the football side of things. Yes, true. So we might be a little, I just don't want to make sure, I want to make sure we're not lopsiding this a little bit with our but the thing biases. Is, I, I, I've, I, I've been thinking about that this whole time and trying to come up with something football related that really translates well more so than... Like anything like creative or and like nerdy. I, I think, just, I kind of can't. And I think more than the creativity aspect of it is that football is on a macro. You know, football, yep. you mm. need high energy to be able to propel yourself into the end zone, to be able to break a tackle, to throw a ball far enough, to kick the ball far enough. Or, you know, there's a lot of logic involved as well. I think football yeah. is a regimented, logical game that is very macro, where Acting is all about minutiae. It's all about detail. It's about feeling rather than, you know, when the defense is set up this way, I need to make sure my offense is set up this way so that they can get the opportunity to get through. In Ryan Reynolds, he's doing a lot of comedies, so it's a lot of, you know, doing a take, and it's how did that feel? Did, was that the right timing? Do I need to move my arms a different way? So I think he's just more keyed into that minutiae. I think you might be all right. right. 
So I think with that, let's go around the room. I'll say Ryan Reynolds, y'all forgot the superpower of acting is that you just become good at everything that you try to do because you're acting. So that's true. He's going to take it clearly. So yeah, if he he's like, I just finished a role where I play a guy who paints miniatures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to have to uh, give this one to Mr. Reynolds again, because I, I don't know. The, the, I know he's the goat and everything, but. He's the goat, like we said, on the macro scale. I think the micro scale, I think Mr. Ryan Reynolds can pull it off. Yeah. Uh, guys, you're not going to get any dissent from me. Honestly, I think, I, you know, this is not a great competition to watch with your eyeballs. Um, <laughs> the crowd is into it. Don't let me, don't get me wrong, but a lot of it is just painting. But you're going to see a lot of, a lot of forehead wiping, a lot of, you know, a lot of head toss in the air from mistakes made from Tom Brady. And I think you're not going to see those as much from Ryan Reynolds. And um, at the end of it, Tom Brady, he's got, you know, he's got him painted. I'll give him that much. Um, he took after the the Patriots and or maybe the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think he plays for them here. He played for them one season, like at the end. But he's retiring now. It's a whole thing. Allegedly. Allegedly, he's retiring. But I think he's going with the Patriots colors. You know, he's making blue armor. With the red stripe and the white, I'm really stretching my knowledge of what the Patriots uniform looks like, actually. <laughs> but I know that they're blue and red and white, maybe gray. Um, <laughs> but he's not thinning his paints. He's not, you know, he's going for one thick coat rather than a couple of thin coats. And it just, it it muddies up all the details on there. And it's just, it's it, they're painted, but they're kind of unrecognizable. Ryan Reynolds, on the other hand, he has done an amazing job. He really understands how the uh, how the light works on the models, which I think is just a huge benefit to him. Um, plus, he wrote a funny, silly fart joke on all of them. Very <laughs> tiny. And the ancient Romans really liked fart jokes. So um, after the, the judging of where you hand all the models and then they get passed around the stadium for each person in the stadium right. to look at them once. <laughs> Everyone gets a fair vote. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reynolds comes out with an average of a 10 out of, uh, 32 and oh, so not because great. they, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, they don't really understand his humor and he was trying to crack some jokes halfway through <laughs> and it kind of lost him some, some audience favorite points, but Tom Brady's coming out with a clean seven and that's just like. It's not going to be enough to to, uh, to best Ryan Reynolds. So that's our competition. I'm I for one, I'm glad we are here to witness it. Um, couple of giants in in the business, just doing what they do best. Wow. Well, wouldn't it be cool if Ryan Reynolds came on? We just gave him the victory. So you think that'll like? I mean, right? I mean, if, let's think about it. We just all lost all chance of Tom Brady coming on the show, but we did gain the chance that Ryan. Well, Reynolds listen, might Tom come Brady, if you're show. trying to come on the show and convince us that you'd be better than Ryan Reynolds, yeah, like, we'd love we to hear your definitely side. be down oh, oh. to have you on. How cool would it be if we could get both of them on? They could duke it and out themselves. And they could paint minis right in front of our faces. Oh yeah, for our audio. Oh listeners. my gosh. And yeah. you know, we'll, well do it for charity or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, that's how you get that, famous people to do stuff <laughs> is you have it be for charity. <laughs> well, okay. Um, well, if you get, I guess if you guys want to get in touch with us, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Tom Brady or anyone else, uh, but mostly them, uh, our email is tell me about that podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter at TMAT Pod. Um, if you want to leave us a review, if you like the episode, share it with friends. We're on. Uh, we're on Podbean. We're hosted on Podbean. Do it on Apple iTunes or whatever you listen on. 
and then we'll just we'll just we'll just be happy about that. And if you want to send us your review or whatever, say hey, I did a review here. We'll check it out. But that's all we got for you today. Until next time, I've been Jeremy. <laughs> I've been Ryan. And I've been Jack. <laughs> I remember this time to let Ryan do his thing. <laughs> and I ain't burned. Two, ro- two roads diverge in a yellow. I like big butts and I cannot lie.